This is an ABC podcast. Hi, friends. It's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. Every week, we bring five of the world's truly titillating news stories straight to your ears. That's cool. This week, we're going to meet an S-U-P-E-R super speller. We're going to hang out with our best mates for International Friendship Day. And you'll never guess what Nanji found when he ventured into the rugged bush with his grandpa. We're going to check out some fashionable farm animals. And I'll tell you all about a very smelly disagreement happening down in Tasmania. (laughs) What do you reckon? Should we get on with the show? Let's get started. Story number five. Hmm. Are there any words that you find tricky to spell? B E C A U S E, which is big elephants always understand small elephants, which is each letter of every word spells because. Hey, that's very clever. I wonder if Zaila Avant-Garde uses that technique. She is 14 years old and she's just become the first African-American person to win the USA National Spelling Bee. A spelling bee is a bit of a contest where they say a word and you would spell it. Yep. The spelling bee is a competition for kids from all over the United States to see who can spell the trickiest words. Some of the words Zaila had to spell were rollamite, that's a type of machine. Dysphotic, that means bad lighting. And Maria, M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That's a plant with pretty flowers that grows right here in Australia. Spelling isn't the only talent that Zaila has. She is also an amazing basketball player. I think that's very good to be really, really good at two things. Zaila is so good that she has three Guinness World Records for her basketball skills. She has the record for the most basketballs dribbled at one time and the most bounces of four basketballs in 30 seconds and the most bounce juggles in one minute. Bounce juggling is kind of like juggling, except instead of throwing the balls in the air, you bounce them on the ground. I think it's because she took on one thing at a time and once she got good at that one thing she thought hey i'm really good at this maybe i could try doing something else i think you might be right what a great attitude all right now it's time for story number four when you think about the people that you love most in the world i bet some of the people you think of are your best friends tell me what do you like most about your mates She's not one of those friends that starts going, oh, I'm better at you than this. That she plays with me all the time. She understands me very well. That's very important in a friendship. Recently, the world celebrated International Day of Friendship. How do you think you go about making a new friend? I've gone up to people, I've said hi, I've introduced myself, and I said, do you want to be my friend? Hi, my name's Charlie, and keep a smile on your face. In a place called Minneapolis, which is in the United States, Mary and Benjamin have become friends. Mary is 99 years old. 
She lives by herself and she uses a walking stick to get around. Benjamin is just two years old and he's only just learning to walk. Mary and Benjamin are next door neighbours and they've become best friends. I think that is very good considering their age difference. When the coronavirus lockdown happened in Minneapolis, Mary and Benjamin stayed home a lot. Benjamin would throw a ball over the fence and Mary would flip it back over with her cane. Some days, Mary and Benjamin blew bubbles over the fence. Other days, they squirted water guns at each other. That's funny. It just goes to show you're never too old or too young to make a new friend. Now, let's move on to... Story number three. When I go bushwalking, I like to think about the traditional owners of the country that I'm on, the ways that they've cared for the land over all the years they've been here. Because it's theirs and they were here first. Up in Kalkadoon country, that's in Queensland, near Mount Isa, Nunji Kerr goes out bush with his grandfather to learn about the ancient ways of life. Nunji is a Kalkadoon kid, and when he spotted a sharp-edged stone on one of their walks, he knew straight away it was an Aboriginal artefact. I think that's pretty cool and I'd love to find it. Nunji's granddad said it might have been used as a spearhead or a knife. A spear is a hunting tool. Something that you throw. Nunji and his grandfather don't know exactly how old it is, but the Kalkadoon people have used spears to hunt for thousands and thousands of years. They made spearheads by sharpening rocks and then coating them with wax made from spinifex grass that helps them stick to the long handle. It has been handcrafted and it has been used for many different things. And just remember, if you ever find something sharp, even if you think it might be a precious artefact, you should make sure you tell a grown-up straight away because we all know sharp things can be dangerous. All right, that brings us to... Story number two. Is there anything cuter than a little lamb? Well, I think there is. And it's a little lamb in a hand-knitted woolly jumper. Adorable. That's what Tracy Kruger thought too. She's a sheep farmer from Western Victoria. And every morning in lambing season, she goes out looking for lost lambs. When Tracy does find a lonely lamb, she scoops it up and takes it back to her house. Then she cleans it, feeds it some milk and puts it underneath a heat lamp to make sure it stays warm. Then, Tracy dresses the lamb in a tiny woolen jumper. A jumper that's actually meant for a human baby. It would look very, 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 very cute. Tracy started taking photos of these adorable animals in their woolly jumpers and posting them on the internet. Soon, people all over the world started following her lovely lamb updates. Because they're so cute. Now Tracy gets loads of messages from people everywhere saying thank you for brightening up their days. And some handy people have been knitting jumpers for the lambs and sending them to Tracy's farm. Once the lambs are big enough, they can go back out into the paddock and rejoin their flock. (laughs) 
And now it's time for our last poos, oh, I mean, news story. Story number one. It would be easy to make a poo joke right now, but I don't really like them. I think they stink. <laughs> All right, so poo jokes can be kind of funny, but they're not my number one favourite. They're a solid number two. (laughs) All right, now it's time to get to the bottom of this story. We're talking about a pooseum. That's a museum in Tasmania dedicated to all things poo. (laughs) I think I'd love to go to that museum. It has a big display of animal poo with explanations of all the interesting ways that dung and droppings have been used throughout history. Out the front, there's a picture of a pooping penguin next to a bronze statue of a pooping dog. Its name is Poopy Doo. (laughs) But this penguin sign has caused a bit of a problem. You see, the owner of the Pooseum didn't get permission to put it up. Usually, when businesses put up signs, they have to ask the local council first. They're the people in charge of coming up with rules for a town. A few years ago, the council decided that the penguin sign should be taken down. Because something's pooping and some people might have thought it's like offensive or something. The museum owner thought the council was being unfair. She wanted to keep the sign. After years of disagreeing with each other, the council held a meeting to solve the problem once and for all. At the meeting, they decided that because nobody else had complained about the pooping penguin or poopy doo, they could stay. Very good because everyone can look at it. Okay, now that is enough toilet humour. And it's also the end of news time for another week. It's time for me to find some stories for next week's episode. And speaking of new episodes, I'm making some specials that investigate just one big juicy topic. You can email all your ideas to ABC Kids Listen. You can check the show notes for all the details. And while you're there, take the quiz to see how closely you were listening today. Good show, Ruby. See you later. See you next time.